You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, everybody. If you're interested in learning how to leverage LinkedIn for your business, this episode is sponsored by my book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful LinkedIn Users. To get your free copy, just send a text to 44222 with the word seven habits. That's the number seven habits to 44222. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. Her name is Marley Jacks. And she's an expert in creating strategically omnipresent content, getting videos to rank on YouTube and Google, and using cross-channel video marketing for maximum reach. Jax Productions brings next-level video social selling to the marketplace. She's worked with top dogs like Damon John, Christy Code Red, Alex Sharfin, Rachel Pedersen, and the list goes on. Marley leads her dream team specializing in impact-driven and profit-focused video strategy using the VIP code. Welcome to the show, Marley. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm excited. You're in Canada. You're in what, Edmonton? Yes, it's cold here. <laughs> cold here. So I, we have that in common. I'm in Buffalo. It's always cold here too. Oh, yeah. 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 So listen, I'm excited that you're here. You just, am I correct in saying you were just, didn't you just speak at Funnel Hacker Live recently? I did. It was the best day of my life. Congrats. That's got to be really excited. So Russell must have contacted you or his team contacted you and said, hey, we'd like you to come and talk. What did you talk about? Video, I'm assuming? Yeah, I talked about our strategy for how we create six months of content in three days. So I taught a lot about like your storytelling and batching content and creating content that makes an impact and a profit. Wow. Six months of content in three days. That's right. Yeah. Saving you time, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll say six months of content. Being ahead six months is like almost unheard of when it comes to content, right? Awesome. Well, very cool. I'm excited to dive in. Today, guys, what we're going to talk about, you know, Marley is an expert on YouTube. As you can imagine, she's a video expert. So YouTube's probably a big part of what she does and where she lives. So today we're going to dive into specifically how to generate leads and sales using YouTube, right? So to use it as a lead gen tool. She's got a variety of different strategies and tactics that we'll be able to hone in on there. But before we do that, Zero in a little bit on your business. Give us a quick background to kind of how you got here. Take a couple minutes and then we'll dive right in. Yeah, well, my story is pretty unique. I didn't start out in marketing or business at all. I was a dental hygienist, which is so such a change. I was a dental hygienist and I was doing social media for the dental office. I was just, I was good at it. I knew how to use Facebook and Twitter is what we were using at the time. And so I was making content for them and we were getting some good results from it. We had new patients finding us all the time. And because of that, their IT guy took notice and said, Hey, can I refer you to one of my other clients? Well, he referred me to all of his clients. And then all of a sudden they had a business, which was amazing and crazy. And then I wanted to be able to, to get more clients so that maybe I could eventually leave the dental industry. I, I liked my career, but I knew that it wasn't what I wanted to do forever. I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. And so I was, I started to make videos for myself to get more visible and to tell people about what I did and to share my knowledge and expertise. And some of those videos started to really take off. So I was like, how do I reverse engineer this so that I can do it over and over again? And then I thought, can I then start making videos for my clients? 
And so then I doubled down on video and it just, it has grown so much from there. But was that YouTube? Is that where the primary channel that you started out on publishing all your videos? It started on you. Well, really, I would make a video and I would post it everywhere. But it was YouTube where I started to get some big traction right away and even have people who I didn't even know were watching and reaching out to me and, and interested in my products and services. So that's where I started to tap into like, hey, there's an opportunity here. Yeah, for sure. And so then you started getting a little bit of traction on your own business. And that business was what, like a social media management type business? Yeah, it was just me just working for other local businesses and just doing their social media content. And then you started to get attraction in YouTube and you said, hey, you know what? I'm going to try this. And you made an offer to one of your, probably your existing clients and said, hey, I can create all this content for you in video. And that was kind of the pilot. That's it. Yeah. And then from there, it was like, do it for this client and this client. And then it kept growing that I needed to grow my team. And now we work across the USA. Actually, all of our clients are... In, I'm from Canada, but my team is in the States and all of our clients are in the States. So we have clients all across. Yeah. So, you know, just so everybody understands when we're recording this, it's March 17th, right? So there's a lot of things going on in the world right now. And as we were talking about this prior to hitting record, Marley's basically, you know, canceled her entire travel schedule for the next month, but she spends a lot of time and there's pros and cons to that, right? You can stay home and get some work done and catch up on some other stuff that maybe didn't happen, but you usually travel all around the country helping clients actually create videos for their content in their local environment. Yep. Right? Maybe in their business or just their local community and something delivering their message. So you go out and actually fly to their locations and do all that creation? Yeah, we can fly to them or they fly to us. And, and they don't have to be local businesses. A lot of them have online businesses and we actually help them to create, if they don't have already, what their, their offerings are that they can sell through, through these videos. Yeah, perfect. Okay, great. All right. So quick question about you. Video is obviously your superpower, right? That's one of your superpowers. but Let's talk about a business superpower that you wish you had. Something you don't have, something maybe you admire that somebody else has, but you wish you had. What would it be? Okay, well, I immediately just went to like, I wish I could freeze time. I know that's not a business superpower, but imagine just having all the time in the world and like, I would never be late. I'd always be well rested. I'd always have the best meals. And yeah, anyway, that was what my mind, went, my mind first went to. Yeah, time um, travel could be really cool. Time travel. Like you could go back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. But like in business, I would just love the ability. And I think this is something that I like I study a lot is just the ability to be such a, a persuasive and compelling speaker, like someone that as soon as they walk into the room, just captivate and hold that attention. That's what I what I work with my clients on. That's what I'm trying to generate in myself. I'm actually writing a book all about charisma that I, I think that's such a superpower. Oh, yeah. Being able to be whether it be on stage or in a small group or even one-on-one, -on -one, just being able to communicate your thoughts where people lean into you and just waiting for the next word, right? There's people that do that really well, right? You know, you were just at Funnel Hacking Live and I don't know if Tony was there. Tony was there this year. He's almost always there these days, yeah. but he's a guy like that, right? He's a guy that you're just always leaning into to hear the next word. And that I definitely would consider that to be an amazing business superpower. <laughs> so awesome. Well, listen, your business, give us a sense of size, scope, whatever, whether it be in revenue or percentage growth or employees, something. Give us, give the audience a sense of how big your business is today and when you started it. When did you launch, really launch Jack's Productions? Yeah, I started my business in 2016. I was okay. still doing part-time dental hygiene at that time. Mm -hmm. um, and I slowly got to ease out, like take one less day at the office and eventually to a place where I was like, 
just picking up shifts randomly, but then eventually left. My team now is 15 people and we hit seven figures in December, seven figures a year. Wow. Seven figures. Awesome. Congrats. Congrats. That's a huge milestone. Awesome. Congrats on that. All right. Well, maybe we'll have you back when you crossed eight figures. And I have a feeling just based on what you're telling me, you know, it sounds like things are going really, really well and you got a lot going on. So let's do this. The audience has been waiting to hear how we can help them generate leads and sales with YouTube. And I know Mm -hmm. that you've done this personally. So what I love about this is this is something you've done. You're not pontificating. You're a practitioner. This is what you do. Anybody that wants to check that out, go check out her YouTube channel. I'm sure we can get a link to that in the show notes or she'll share that. But why don't you take that away? Focus on kind of the basic framework of how somebody can start generating leads and sales with YouTube. It's all you. Yeah. Well, and and my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Marley Jack. So you'll be able to see exactly in action how, how I do this. And the big misconception that people have about YouTube is thinking that they have to have like 100,000 subscribers to start making money. But I'll tell you, there are people that have a big audience and, and a massive amount of subscribers who don't know how to monetize it. And so when I was diving into YouTube and trying to figure out, well, how do they get these big audiences? And so I'm asking people like, what these people with big audiences, how do you do this? Like, what do you do every day to create your audience? And so they're going through their, their schedule and their routine of how they create content. And I'm like, oh my God, all they do all day is think about their content. But I'm not like them because I'm a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur. I don't, I'm not just a content creator. So I had to figure out how can I create content and run the business and still get the same output without putting in all of the time that these content creators who weren't even making money doing this. So I started to study like the offerings, like how to create an offer that people want and then how to get visible and then increase the level of intimacy and temperature with your audience. And so I started making videos and injecting like little, I mean, we talked about charisma, injecting some like planting seeds, opening loops for like, hey, here's this value. I'm going to give you the what, but if you click the link below and get this free download or this free opt-in or video series or whatever the lead magnet is, now I'm going to show you the how. Now I'm going to teach you the framework of how to implement everything that I've just taught you in this video. So you give value, but then you give them more in depth in a free download, which gets them onto your email list which then what most people know, once they're on your email list, that's where you continue to nurture that lead towards a sale. So I have videos that I've made even in 2016 that have been up for years. And I do this for my clients too, that these become video assets. It's like having real estate on the internet. You make these videos once and because they're hosted on YouTube, which is a search engine, meaning people can search for this content all day, every day, people can be finding those videos, clicking on the lead magnets and joining your list on autopilot, even though you made that video years ago and now it's just sitting there. Yeah, I love that. And here's what's interesting, just to let everybody know, before I got on the interview here with Marley, you know, I went to her YouTube channel and I checked it out and there was a couple of things that were interesting to me, right? So I'm in the process of, I'm giving a lot of thought to YouTube ads. And so she has a video about how to create a YouTube ad, right? Like a pre-roll ad, right? Those, you know, those ads that come up before your video, whatever you've searched for, you can either skip it or you look at the ad. Well, I'm, she has an actual tutorial and a whole video on that. And at the end of that, or during that, she talks about a link in the comments where I could download a cheat sheet. So I actually downloaded this whole cheat sheet. I'm on Marley's email list now. So she's going to start sending me information that she thinks is relevant, of course. But that's a perfect example of the very just basic, simple way that you can do that with paid ads. Now she does a lot of that. You can do the same thing with organic, right? I mean, can't you take the same sort of framework? 
Yeah, exactly. And really, this is all organic because it's a search engine. So people are still like the videos that I made four years ago are still at the top of search results. Not every single one, because keep in mind, there's competition, there's other people creating similar videos. So there's a bit of a formula for looking at the search volume and how to title your videos for optimization. But yeah, when you can create these videos and have them at the top of search results, this is all organic. Like really, everything I'm talking about, I haven't even talked about putting any ad spend into anything yet. Right. So what are some of the key components to creating a video that will number one, maybe, I know we can't dive into how to get it necessarily ranked, you know, because that's probably an entire science of its own. And there's probably a whole bunch of things there with SEO. But what's the basic framework of how after you shoot a video or even before you shoot a video, coming up with the idea, coming up with maybe the right length, the right hook, and then obviously some sort of call to action. Can you give us a little bit of a framework there? I think that would really help the audience. That was the key, what you said about before you even film the video, because most people just want to turn on the camera and get going and start talking. And then they put up the video and they give some sort of like clickbaity title with a hook and it falls flat and it launches to crickets. And that was how I started. Like one of the first videos I made was, did you know Instagram does this? And I was trying to talk about like, if you hold down on a picture, it can pop up and big screen, whatever. But people aren't Googling that. They're not looking for that in the search engine. What they are looking for is like how to make money on YouTube. A lot of how-tos, that's very popular, but there's tools you can use. And even when you type into the search bar, if you type in how-to, it tries to finish your sentence. It auto-completes and gives you a bunch of suggestions. That's based on how people are searching for content. There's also tools like Keywords Everywhere and TubeBuddy, T-U-B-E, Buddy, that you can use to see what are people actually searching for and how competitive are these keywords and can I and and is this does this have a good optimization strength for me to make a video based on this? So before you even film a video, I make a list of all the things that I know are within my niche, how to title it. So of course I can then speak to the the video in that kind of tone, like I'm answering the question that's actually the title. I'm not trying to bait and switch anybody. So titling your video is really important based on how people are searching for it. And then having a good description, repeating those keywords and adding in tags, again, repeating those keywords. Okay. So you use a tool like TubeBuddy or some other keyword tool that covers YouTube, or you just use the suggested searches, right? Like you said, they come up below and then you figure out a topic, right? And then you got to go obviously create the content right around that. And then you're going to upload it to YouTube. Obviously, you know, make sure you optimize the title with the keyword, the way that people search, right? Not necessarily just how you think, but how people search on YouTube, because there's a difference on how people search on Google versus how they search on YouTube. There's definitely a difference. And I, the whole how-to thing I think is, is big. That's where I go to how-to, any Absolutely. DIY stuff. That's where I always go, right? Okay. So then you create the description that has a little bit, some of the keywords in it. And in that description, you see a lot of times you'll see a link and that's where the link to maybe, you know, the content upgrade or another piece of content or another video or something goes, I mean, is that typically the framework that you use? You'll put that link in the first line or the first sentence of the description? Yeah, I put the description, uh, like a a sentence about the video because YouTube wants to be able to see a snapshot of like, what's this video about? And even when you like, think of when you look for a YouTube video and you see all the other options for videos underneath it, you see all the thumbnails, you see the titles, you want to see in that first line of the description what the video is actually about. But then in the second line, that's where I'll put click here to download this thing. And you want that whatever that download is or the freebie is to be related to the video that you just said so that it's the next 
the next obvious step for this for the viewer to take? Yeah, there's got to be some continuity, some context, right? I mean, you can't just shift gears from one idea to another yeah. and expect anybody to opt in. And so, okay, great. So then they would go to that page, opt in and get whatever the freebie is or whatever that, you know, that lead magnet or whatever it is you're using to get them to opt in. All right. So at that point, you've acquired an email lead, right? You've acquired an opt-in, which is, you know, depending upon who you're talking to or what industry you're in, that can be considered a lead or an email. What else do you think is important about getting, number one, getting that video viewed? Because again, there's a tons of content on LinkedIn that never gets looked at, or on, not on, on YouTube, I should say, that never gets looked at, right? They've been around for three years and they've got 11 views, right? So I know anything else you want to talk specifically about that, about getting it viewed? And then anything else in particular about converting that into a lead? Mm -hmm. So one of the big things that we do is that from that YouTube video, we can repurpose that one video into multiple pieces of content. So think if you have like a five minute video, how many little standalone pieces of content can you grab? Like if you grabbed a 30 second little clip from it and put that on your social media on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, and then at the end of that 30 second video, you have a quick little end card that's like, go watch the full video on YouTube. Kind of like when you go to the movie theater and you have that trailer that's like gets you so excited about the next Star Wars movie or whatever, but then it's like, come back to watch when it's out, like what, see the full thing. So we will create a bunch of pieces of content like that that then redirects traffic back to YouTube so that we get that traffic on YouTube. Because again, if YouTube see that, that this video has authority and is important, it will boost it in the rankings so that it keeps being shown to more people. Oh yeah. Okay. So interesting. So I do this same thing with my podcast, right? So I listened, I record my podcast in audio and video. I distribute it through different audio and video platforms. And then ultimately I clip out some important relevant clips and then I share them on different social channels. So you take a very similar approach with that content repurposing type framework where you have a pillar piece of content like that, that YouTube yeah. video, and then you break it up into other components and then you distribute and drive traffic back. And obviously that sends the right signals to YouTube. It says that people are listening to it or they're watching it. And from what I understand, you know, the first hour or two of uploading a video, is it true or myth that that's really a critical time and that YouTube's really listening to see if this is the type of content people want to watch? Yeah, I would give it more than an hour or two. The first really 24 to 48 hours are the most important. But yes, when a video launches at the same time, we're posting on Facebook, we're sending an email to our list, I'm doing Instagram stories, swipe up to go watch the full video so that I can direct that traffic there. I don't just post it and be like, oh, hope people go find it. Like you've made a masterpiece. Don't go hide it in the desert. Like create this video and push it to your list to send your existing traffic, your warmest leads to continue to support that video. And you're giving them value. That's the other thing is Sometimes people are like, well, I don't want to bother them. No, these videos are value. You're giving them more content, which is going to nurture the relationship, which is going to lead them closer to becoming a client. Yeah, it's really funny because one of the things that drives me crazy, you know, content creation did not come natural to me. It was a little bit obscure. And I mean, I've been, I've had a blog for 15 years. I mean, it's been a long time since I started blogging and then starting to do video. But when I first started doing content, you know, it just didn't come easy to me. And But one of the things that just never really made sense to me is that it takes a lot of time to create content, good content at least. It can take a lot of time. And, when you're, and what I find is that most people spend 90% of their time creating content and less than 10% of their time promoting it and distributing mm -hmm. it, right? And I think in a lot of ways, it should almost be to flip the script, right? Like it's almost like, yeah, you need to spend a lot of time on creating it. But at the end of the day, if you don't promote it and nobody knows it exists, it's, it was wasted time. I mean, it was literally mm -hmm. almost wasted time. So 
you know, do you see a lot of that with your clients where maybe even if they are doing content creation, they're not really promoting it or pushing it out the way they should to try to maximize the ROI or value as a whole? Yeah. Well, for the most part, we do it for them. So we make sure it happens. But but yes. But prior to hiring you, prior yeah, to hiring you. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, they create a masterpiece and hide it in the desert and yes. that's not serving anybody. Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. All right. Anything else you want to add in particular about generating leads with YouTube? I mean, that was, we were talking very organic there. Yeah. Is there anything about organic or anything in particular that might be different around paid ads where you could add a couple of tips before we move on to a couple of final questions? Yeah. Well, one of the things that I, what I wanted to say too, is like after people join your list, is to keep nurturing them. So whether that's sending them more videos, whether that's sending them through an indoctrination email sequence where you're building that relationship and building rapport so that they get to, can get to know who you are instead of just being like, hey, now you're on my list, like buy this. It really, uh, Russell Brunson talks about this in his book, Expert Secrets. He talks about the soap opera sequence that you bring people through a journey of getting to know you, what your biggest challenge was, how you overcame it, and then how you can teach other teach these people who've opted into your list how they can do the same by following your process, your framework, by joining your course. But you build the relationship before you go in for the sale. Yeah, that's it's really funny. And I'm really glad you mentioned that because I've gotten emails from, you know, I've opted into different content upgrades or content before, as we all have. And some people, you'll get a series of emails very consistently over the coming weeks, you know, maybe one, one a day, maybe one or two a week. And then other people you won't hear anything from. And all of a sudden, it'll be like two or three or four weeks later, you'll get an email from them. And, and it's almost like you can barely remember that you did yeah. that. And I think that that happens a lot with small businesses that I see, especially in the B2B. They don't, they don't continue that conversation. And I mm -hmm. think what happens is because we're all getting crushed with content and we're all reading and consuming so much content every day, all day, that what ends up happening is if you don't start communicating with them pretty quickly, and then they do get a message from you two or three or four weeks later, they're going to opt out or they're going to just tune out or they're, mm -hmm. you know, because, because you didn't continue that conversation. And I think that's an important piece. What do you recommend when you, when somebody does a, you know, opts in, how soon do you typically email them after? Is it the same day, the next day? Do you wait a few days? What does that look like? Within the first 24 hours. So like, I mean, you could send an email six or 12 hours later. But then, yeah, the next day, and then I want to put them through an indoctrination sequence. Like I said, um, Russell Brunson's framework for the soap opera sequence is really great, that it introduces the reader to who you are instead of, like you said, opting into a list. And then like weeks later, you get something and you're like, who is this person? Because you haven't, you haven't introduced yourself. You haven't built the rapport. So at that point, if it was me, I hit the unsubscribe button because I don't remember this person anymore. Yeah. A once a month newsletter is not enough, right? right. After somebody opts into your list. Perfect. Okay, great. I'm just curious, what email platform or email service provider do you use or recommend? I'm just curious which one you like the most for doing these types of follow-ups. I use ActiveCampaign. I really like it. It works great for me. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Well, listen, we're going to wrap it up. There's a couple more questions before we wrap it up for today, but I really appreciate the insights on YouTube and obviously following up generating leads. So here we go. What's your favorite growth tool or software? Something that you use on a regular basis to grow your business? ClickFunnels. Of course. <laughs> of course. That was easy. Yes. Russell, Russell, he's the man. Yeah. So, all right. And what would be what? All right. I'm going to guess, but what would be one book that you would recommend to the audience? Something maybe that helped you along on your journey? <laughs> I'm going to say Russell again. <laughs> Russell's book. Which um, one? Well, I have an advanced copy I'm holding up right now of Traffic Secrets. It doesn't even come out until May 5th. 
but I have an advanced copy. So this is amazing. But Expert Secrets from Russell Brunson was like, honestly, I think that book has made more millionaires than any. Yeah, that really was a great book. Expert Secrets was awesome. I'll make sure I put those links in the show notes. But let everybody know, Marley, how they can connect with you, maybe you know, uh, follow you on YouTube or one of your other social channels, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah. So youtube.com slash Marley Jacks. I put out content there every single week, free training videos, entrepreneur motivation videos. And then my Instagram, I have a lot of fun on my Instagram, instagram.com slash Marley Jacks. My Instagram stories, I, I do my, that's my, this is my playground. I try to be a stand-up comedian on my stories. So if you want to laugh with me or laugh at me, come join me there. Love it. Well, listen, I'll put those links in there. And Jax is J-A-X-X. Okay. okay. Just so you guys know, it's J-A-X-X. Awesome. Listen, thank you so much for joining me. Really appreciate it. Incredible job hitting seven figures. I look forward to talking again, maybe when you hit eight figures and we'll go right, from there. Let's do it. Yeah. Give me, give me like two years or something. Perfect. Talk to you soon, Marley. Thank you. Yeah. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.